This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, we are back. Hour number three, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Kurt Rogers joining us for our Monday Mortgage Minute. He's with Affordable Interest Mortgage and joins us every Monday. Kurt, how are you today? I'm doing fine, John. How are you? I'm good. How's things, by the way? You know, uh, how's what? How's things, by the way, for you? Oh, they're actually pretty good. Things are fine. Okay, great. Uh, we need more homes to sell, but yeah. Yeah, things are fine. All right, so talk to us about... You know, inflation or even deflation and interest rates and all of that. Well, as everybody is probably aware, the inflation rates came down quite a bit. I mean, they actually came down to uh, in the two percent range. But what we have to remember, a year ago they were nine percent. So the feds are looking at the average, and the average right now is about four point eight. So they seem to want to keep pushing them. Everybody firmly believes that. 26th of July, they're going to raise rates again, and they are. I, I agree with them. I think they are. Okay. But the lenders have already built that in, and because of what happened with inflation, mortgage rates have dropped. They were they were getting up pretty close to mid-7s, and now they're underneath 7 again, and they're moving their way back down. Okay. I had seen, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, and you, you're the expert, I had seen somebody over the weekend... I don't know, you know, social media is weird and it's not always correct, but somebody over the weekend talking about 6% rates, does that sound correct? Um, Yeah, there's people that believe that it's going to go that fast. And if you just common sense will tell you, if there's not enough homes on the market now and there's bidding wars, and if you've watched anything over the news over the last five days, the the housing supply is just, there's nothing out there. Anything at, at below 500000 is going to have a huge bidding war. There's, there's bidding wars going on above that. If, and that's when rates are at 7. Okay. If you drop rates to 5, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, you're back to the bidding wars. Yeah, and that, that, all that does is drive up the prices, yes. and there's yes. still not any homes. Yes. So, no, I don't foresee that happening. Okay. Uh, not right now. Do I believe they'll get there? Yeah, but th- that's not going to happen this year. Okay. They will get into the sixes, and I believe they'll get to around six and a half. But, I know we talked uh, about this last week briefly. We can talk about it again more with you on Thursday. But talk real quick about taking money out, paying debt, and how that might work to your advantage, even though you might have a very low interest rate now and you may be raising it. But overall, you might be in a better financial position. We're, we're, seeing, we're having a lot of customers come in. We're able to save them, you know, six, seven, eight hundred $800 a month because every time the Fed's raised the rate, it's raising credit card rates. Credit card rates are running between 18 and 21%. Well, when you start to factor that you might have five to ten thousand dollars worth of credit card, and you got payments of six to seven hundred a month, you merge that with a loan that's at three and a half percent. 
then your blended rate's going to be in the low fours. So all you're doing is combining them, and you're still getting a great rate on all that money, but you're saving six, seven hundred a month. Okay. Our advice then is to take half of it, put it in the bank, take the other half, continue making your payment. Yeah. Throw the extra three hundred bucks on it, and you're going to pay it off faster, and you're going to be able to pay a lower rate. But we're seeing a lot of people start to do that. Okay. And again, we can get into more of that on Thursday when you join us at five. Yep. Talk about t- tomorrow, Haystack Help Radio. You take over that hour from noon to one right here on KLZ five sixty. What do you got tomorrow? We're going to be talking to, to you know a lot of people doing home improvements. We have got a company called Certipro, and they're going to be coming on explain what you know their services and how they how they treat customers, how they they. They satisfy their customers. Okay. The levels that they do. Kurt, thank you as always. Appreciate it. Have a great night, sir. Thanks, John. You bet. All right, Kurt Rogers again, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. With everyone wanting more of your money from eggs to gas to taxes, how do you keep more of what you've earned? Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we can show you how to pay less interest on your home, have access to your equity for 30 years, and be prepared for unexpected expenses or emergencies. The market has changed. You now have more buying authority whether you want to purchase with a rate in the threes on a 3-2-1 buy-down or refinance and pay less interest to own your home faster with the Asset Manager Mortgage. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500, where we've been serving Coloradans for over 20 years. Government agencies continue to raise the cost of financing, whether to purchase or refinance. Let us show you how not to pay these increased fees with loan programs designed to pay less interest and put you in control of your equity. If you want to purchase a home with the rates in the threes or you want to have access to your equity, call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. In these difficult times, you can still save. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DOOR. Geno's Auto Service, anything you need when it comes to your vehicle, Geno's is there for you, and they want to take care of you and your vehicle, and they know that the longer they can make your vehicle last, the more money you save in the long run. Geno's, it's Geno's with a J, by the way, genosautoservice.com. Geno's Auto Service is celebrating 40 years in business with an air conditioning recharge special. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior. But refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates, and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant and cleans it. Then we put the clean refrigerant back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for this year's summer heat. Geno's is a Colorado family-owned business and proud to serve families in Littleton for 40 years. We back up our work with Napa's nationwide 36-month, 36,000-miles peace-of-mind warranty. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. Group insurance analysts, anything you need when it comes to your vehicle, your home, your health, your business, they can take care of it. They're a broker, and they'll shop the best deal for you. E-GIA.com. The good news for seniors on Medicare is that you have more options today than ever before. The challenge is that all of these new options can be very confusing, and making the wrong choice can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of Medicare specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance 
can help you navigate the maze of Medicare options so that you get the right plan to fit your needs and at the best premium. GIA never charges fees and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service that you don't get with a call center or online, whether it is a Medicare Advantage, Medicare Supplements, a standalone prescription plan, long-term care, or final expense insurance. GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, 303-423-0162, or go online to e-gia.com. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Uh, no other guests for the rest of this hour. So if you've got something you want to talk about, lines are open, 303-477-5600. Text line, of course, 307-200-8222. And as, as caller Joe from Jersey stated earlier in the last hour, that the front, you know, gas-powered equipment, lawn equipment, small engine equipment, I should say, the front range, there's an article in the Colorado Sun about this. The front range inches closer to banning gas-powered mowers and blowers in the fight against ozone pollution. And we had good discussion with Joe at about 4.30, heading into that 4.30 mark about this. Now, we didn't talk about, though, what's potentially coming for a lot of you that are listening. The regional council recommends a state vote to bar the sale of new household lawn equipment that runs on gas and commercial use of existing gas machines in the summer. State air pollution officials are likely to vote by the end of the year on a 2025 ban on the sale of push- or handheld gasoline-powered lawn equipment in nine front-range counties with ozone problems after a key regional advisory council recommended the the ban, not the bar, this, this says bar, but I know it means ban, as an effective strategy. The Regional Air Quality Council's policy recommendation also wants to ban institutions like schools or parks from using existing handheld equipment in the summer months starting in 2025 and a summer ban for all commercial landscapers beginning in 2026. Now, for some of you, you're thinking, yeah, who cares? I'll go buy an electric mower and away we go. Well, for somebody like myself, this affects us in a big way. I'm on that commercial side as you all know and I can tell you right now as of 2023 there's no good electric option for the commercial side now there's some folks out there that will run around and even advertise that we mow lawns and we do this and we're environmentally friendly and blah 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 and the answer is no there really isn't anything that works very well for that and currently, if you have some provider that asks or that will provide that for you, it's going to cost you more money. Why? Because for them to do so costs them more money. There isn't a easy alternative or a viable, as what I should say, alternative when it comes to this. Wade and Littleton, you're next. Go ahead. Hey, how you doing? John? Good. Hey, so uh, I just wanted to point out, not that I agree with this, but their rationale is that the small lawn equipment disproportionately emits nitrous oxides, which is what causes smog and eventually ozone. When, yeah, when, and uh, if you listen to Joe at the last hour talk about what jets do taking off, they're not going to accomplish anything in this zilch, zero. Except it, well, no, 
I'm just trying to explain the other side. To that, that's where that's their yeah. rationale. Although, again, Wade, at the end of the day, it's going to do little to nothing in actually changing anything. Yeah, although what Joe was saying, I did hear that. Uh, while that's correct, actually, a jet turbine is pretty darn efficient and doesn't release much nitrous oxides. Um, on the other hand, small lawn equipment, that if you're running a weed whacker, it's producing more nitrous oxide than your average vehicle on the road. Mm-hmm. Yep, no doubt. So, um, anyway, that's that's the the argument. But again, you know, the, as, the way, but, as I come in from the commercial side on this, because they're going to enact this even for all commercial landscapers by 2026. Wait, all this is going to do at the end of the day is drive everyone's costs, including what you're now paying for things up. Oh, I agree, and I, I have it's a dumb. friend that runs a landscaping business, and. He is just absolutely against it, and I believe everybody in the commercial world. Yeah, it, is it, like, yeah because in our world, there's no viable alternative. That's the reason we're all against it. No one has come up with a viable solution. There's guys out there talking about it, but there's not an economical way of doing it that actually still works, by the way, at the end of the day. Because, you know, and you, you and I both know, when you send a crew out at, you know, sometimes five thirty six in the morning, they may not head back in until 4 or 5 at night. How are you going to keep all right. that equipment running all day long without a bunch of extra batteries and cost? Yeah, and you'd need charging. I mean, Correct. if they're out in the middle of a field. Hey, can I, uh, I'll let you go, but can I ask you a quick car question? Yes, go ahead. So I'm, I'm wiring a tachometer on a 70 Camaro. Okay. And it has an MSD box, and I'm having trouble identifying the tack output wire. Should say T. But I'm wondering if... So so the that? module itself should have a T on it, if I'm not mistaken, Wade. Yeah, I looked up the wiring diagram, and I'm just having trouble finding it. But I was wondering, even with the MSD, if I, if I just hooked up the tack to the positive terminal of the coil, would it work or not? It has to go the <laughs> negative side, not positive. Or negative side, but but with having the MSD, maybe the tack wire. Maybe okay, the problem yeah, is that not, box is doing so much weird stuff to it that it may not, Wade. I don't that you have to try it and see. It may work, but I it may not. I don't I don't remember yeah, on those. I I always went into the MSD stuff. box on those back in the day. Yeah, I mean it has a tack output wire. I'm just having trouble telling if it's it's supposed to be gray, but. There's a white wire that also looks great. Older build. <laughs> um, well, and, and again, you don't want as long as there's not power coming out of that wire, you could test either wire. So just make sure you know you don't have any voltage in either wire. As long as you don't have any voltage, you could use that for you could test either wire to see if the signal's there. Gotcha. But I would probably need an oscilloscope to test if there's a. If there's, an, if there's a wave coming out of it, a waveform coming out of it, yes, but just to see if it will trigger the tack, as long as there's no power coming out of it, you don't want to destroy the tack is the point. Me too. Yeah, it's an expensive tack. Yeah, so as long as you don't have power coming out of either of those wires, you could test either or. Good point. So you can go right, that route. Well, Great, I, thanks. I appreciate, I you appreciate bet. your help. No, appreciate it very much. So Warren and Cheyenne, what's up, sir? Hey, brother. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> sitting in a nice cool home nice good for you you know uh bud i did listen to that interview with uh tucker carlson yes and pence and desantis okay and i Thoughts? tell you yeah and as far as i'm concerned in my own opinion uh pence 
he committed uh, political suicide. Oh, I agree, Warren. Yeah, at this point, he might as well just bow out and be done. Yeah, I mean, he's a nice guy, but he doesn't belong in that nope. race. Nope, you are 100% correct. Yep, agree. And DeSantis, not much better. No, not not in that particular... You, you are spot on, Warren. He He... And Andy and I were talking about that before the show today. He really flopped, as far as I'm concerned. He just did not yeah, do I, well. P- poor performance on his I part. Thought, I was hoping he would do better, but he didn't. He did not. No, he really actually, in my opinion, and, and Andy's as well, he just, and again, I've only seen excerpts of it, but what I've seen, Warren, he failed. Yeah. Too much too much him yeah. hawing around, not answering things directly and so on. And I know those guys are trying to be, you know, PC and answer it correctly and so on, but at some point you gotta know your audience and answer it you know, answer it accordingly. Yeah. You were killing me on climate control on uh, heat. Yeah. And uh during the eighties, John, I worked at Palo Verde nuclear power plant okay. as a welder in Arizona. And we actually had to work from one o'clock in the morning to ten o'clock in the morning and that was it. Too hot otherwise. Yeah. Yep. And even at night you could take a, an egg and fry it on the pipe. Yeah. Yeah. Not shocked. <laughs> I mean I mean Warren even here in Colorado you know and I had my shops back in the day we would adjust our hours in the real heat of the summer about 6 weeks of the summer you know and this has been you know some 30 years ago we would adjust things to where the guys started at 5:30 or 6 and we were done by 3 or 4 in the afternoon as far as the technician end of it was concerned cuz by then the you know building had heated up enough it wasn't comfortable and the productivity just wasn't there so we adjusted the hours that's here in Colorado and again that was 30 some years ago Warren yeah. Now they've gotten much better with uh, the fans. Yep. And the we didn't have that today. back then, as you know. But yeah, you just didn't have it. Nope. Nope. And so- actually, we had umbrellas. We had apprentices that carried umbrellas around to cover us ah. during the early morning. Gotcha. And you were killing me with. With that transgender you put on last week on that excerpt, oh. he needed a breast pump. He needed two. <laughs> I, I couldn't quit laughing for five minutes. That's how terrible it is. It, it's gotten to the point where they, which I don't know that they even realize it, it Warren, but they're making them, them they're making themselves a laughing stock in what they're doing. Uh, yes. I have and no other way to say it. You, you're really yeah. not helping your cause by having those things on your team. <laughs> it's a tragedy. It really is. It really is, Warren. But, uh, just enjoyed your uh, comments. Appreciate and it. I wanted to say hello. Thanks, Warren. Appreciate you. Love you, man. And as an example, back to uh, you know Wade and the whole you know, greeny end of things when it comes to mowing and weed eating and so on. And, by, and I'll just be the first to tell you guys, uh, because we... I I like technology. I own an electric vehicle. I want to learn more about that end of things, not because I'm a greenie, but because I like technology and I want to see what other things are that are out there. And we have, in the past, been a test center for Makita when it comes to electric backpack blowers, weed eaters, things like that. And for us, as a company, huge failure. They, they do not work. We've tried it. And for what we do and how we operate our machinery, 
they don't work. And it's nothing against Makita. They build a great product. It's just not functionable for what we as a company are doing. So, again, until you know, all of these these governments, regional air quality council, they, they, you know, they want to create this ban by 2026, which really is two years from now, if you think about it. It's not that far away. They want to create a ban for things there's no replacement for. I hope you all heard what I just said, even those of you that might be on that bandwagon. They want to create a ban for something, and yet there's no replacement of. So what will happen is guys will keep, companies will keep what they have running as long as they possibly can. There will also be a big push in 2025 for them to go out and buy as much gas-powered, diesel-powered equipment as they can, which is what they'll do. They'll stock up, even buying things they don't need, knowing that they won't be able to buy it the next year. So there'll be a huge influx of those items in 2025 to prepare for 2026. And then the companies that don't have that ability to buy in 2025 will buy used in 2026 because they're not going to go buy the new green stuff, the, the, the new electric stuff. That's my prediction, and frankly, I'm probably not far off in that. The government will do everything possible to put this ban in place, and they will. They'll, they'll, they'll apply this. It'll happen. Mark my words on that. And the average homeowner who doesn't really know any different will go out and buy a new electric mower and scrap the old one, and it won't matter. On the commercial side, though, it's going to be a whole different world. Those people will think ahead. They will take the steps necessary to accommodate this, whatever works best for them. You'll have a few companies running around talking about how, oh, yeah, we're, you know, we're environmentally friendly. We use all electric this, electric that. There's a few of those guys running around right now. And by the way, they come and go because that model doesn't work. I've done the math on it. It doesn't work. They run around and claim that, you know, we, we, you know, we, we use this you know, piece of equipment and, and that piece of equipment. And, you know, we're more environmentally friendly than the next guy. They're not because we've already talked about that even with the whole EV world in general. They're not. But they'll claim to be. And there's some greenies out there that will, quote, unquote, pay more money to have organic this and organic that and a guy with an electric weed whacker and a guy with an electric mower and so on. And they think they're saving the earth. And they're not. They're, they're demented. They think they are, but they're not. They're, they're, I guess, smoking, smoking too much wacky tobacco because they, they think for some odd reason they're saving the planet. They're not. Newsflash. But the Regional Air Quality Council, because in, you know, in all of their illustrious wisdom, they think they're going to somehow help the brown cloud, which, as I look out right now, doesn't exist and hardly does anymore. Again, these are the same individuals that moved into the state that most likely the majority of them I'm guessing and I'm betting on haven't lived there as long haven't lived here as long as I have. And I can remember all the way back to the early 70s. I'm 58 years old, do the math. Early 70s, I can remember living up in the west end of town, Boulder area, it's where I grew up, and looking east to Denver, even this time of year. And seeing a big brown cloud. And even asking, what is that? You know, Dad, what is that? What's that cloud out east? Oh, that's just a brown cloud. That's what we called it back then. It was Denver's brown cloud. And it existed then. Now, cars polluted more? No doubt. They pollute a fraction of what they did back then. And just as a side note, the small engine equipment is much better today than it was 
even 10 years ago as well. Now, if you've got a 10-year-old piece of equipment, it's not as efficient as the new stuff, but the new stuff's even better. It's getting better all the time. There's even now four-stroke-ish, I say not four-stroke truly, but there's some four-stroke-ish small engine equipment that mimics a two-cycle engine, which are very dirty, by the way, no doubt about it. That's why you don't see two-cycle cars running around because they're very dirty. But there's some four-stroke-ish small engine equipment running leaf blowers and weed eaters and the like that actually work very well, and they do not emit the same, quote-unquote, pollution that a regular two-stroke does. So there's been advancements in that world, great advancements. I also will tell you there's been some great electric advancements, but not enough to where the commercial side of the fence can utilize it. Homeowners, it works fine. A guy out mowing his lawn that maybe spends an hour, hour and a half total. Sure, there's some electric equipment that works fine for that. But the commercial guy that's running a full 8 to 10 hour shift throughout the day, maybe not all of that is on a mower, of course, but you get where I'm going with that. It's not, an, it's not running for an hour. The equipment's not running for an hour. It's running much longer than that. There, there's not enough battery capacity built into those pieces of equipment in today's world to make that happen. So again, we've got government banning things when there's no replacement of. These guys are just absolute, total knuckleheads. I have no other way to say it. They're dumb as rocks. They're creating a problem, or they're creating a solution to a problem that really doesn't exist. And they're creating a bigger problem in the end. And they're not going to get what they want when it's all said and done either. It's not going to accomplish anything when it's all said and done. So I'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is next. Don't forget, they can handle all of your electric system as we're talking about the electric side of the fence, as well as the HVAC. Don't forget about the 5280 tune-up special they have right now for your furnace and your AC unit. It is the 5280 special. Find them at klzradio.com. Your air conditioner is costing you a fortune, and Denver is the perfect climate for quiet, cool, attic, and whole house technology, so you can save money and enjoy a cool home. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is now your source for quiet, cool technology. With a quiet, cool whole house or attic fan, you can use the cool evenings and mornings to your advantage by pulling the cool air in and pushing the hot air out, giving you a lower baseline temperature to start with and ensuring that your expensive air conditioner isn't doing all the work. The U.S. Department of Energy calls quiet, cool fans the most cost-efficient way to cool any home. Don't sweat your way through the summer this year or pay a fortune to run your air conditioner. Get a quiet, cool attic or whole house fan installed with Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air today. KLZ listeners can save $300 on a quiet, cool installation. Just go to klzradio.com absolute and fill out the short form. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air. Golden Eagle Financial, talk to Al today. Make sure that you are on track, financially speaking, for the latter years of your life. 303-744-1128. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial is the coach you must have to prepare your retirement for any contingency. For more than 30 years, Al has seen retirement plans interrupted by the need for long-term care. 
sudden unexpected emergencies, divorce, or many other things that can stop you from enjoying your retirement. Al Smith knows that there's a 50% chance that you'll need long-term care at some point during your retirement and a 25% chance that the care will be for longer than a year and a half. These statistics are why Al works so hard to make sure that you're prepared for whatever comes your way. Al also knows that people often don't consider these events until it's too late to overcome them. Be informed and prepared for a successful, enjoyable retirement. Use Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Don't wait any longer. Schedule a short introduction at klzradio.com slash money to strategize your retirement dream. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. All right. High Five Plumbing is next. All your plumbing needs, one-stop shopping. And don't forget, if you're a swamp cooler user or want to put one in, they can help with all of that as well, including outdoor kitchens also. High Five Plumbing, one eight, not one, it's 877. You don't have to do the one anymore. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing will help you keep your basement flood-free with the right sump pump solutions. High Five can save you from water damage and costly foundation repairs. A sump pump replacement isn't an expensive fix, but putting it off can lead to more expensive repairs like flooring, walls, and mold damage. Basement flooding can also lead to eroded foundations or even cause your house to shift. With increased rainfall, sometimes it's necessary to install a second pump to handle the extra water volume. It's hard to tell if the pump is working on your own, so have High Five come out and take a look for you. As a valued KLZ listener, you'll enjoy a waived service call fee and $50 off the repair for a one $100 total discount. So call High Five today at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing to schedule your visit. Setbacks, resolve, no need to worry at all. Call High Five for this. Call High Five for this. You're listening to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. All right, I'm going to give a little lesson on how things work in the world of lawn care, commercial lawn care. Because some of you are thinking, John, you know, okay, so I got to go buy an electric mower. At the end of the day, how is this a big issue? It's not really affecting anybody, so quit your whining. Go buy what you need to and move on. Well... Again, at the end of the day, as a business owner myself, it won't affect me either. I'll raise prices accordingly, and it'll work on my end when it's all said and done. We owners are not going to eat anything. It's not how this works. I keep saying that. For some odd reason, the left doesn't understand that. But some of you are still thinking, okay, so at the end of the day, if this raises the price of mowing lawn, or somebody even mentioned you know, snow blowing and different things like that in the wintertime, because those things happen as well, and it happens on the commercial side also, and so on and so forth. And so somebody mentioned, you know, that that could even be a factor in the wintertime. By the way, it could be. But some of you are probably still wondering, and, and maybe not even in a negative way, but you're just wondering, okay, how at the end of the day, so I can explain this to the people I'm around, family, friends, coworkers, and so on, how at the end of the day does the cost of mowing lawns on the commercial side, how is that going to raise prices overall? Well, the way the commercial real estate world works is, in general, I know it's not 
it's not true for all tenants, but in the in for most in most cases it is. In the commercial world, rent in a lease, by the way, is done on, on what we call triple net. Triple net or CAM, common area maintenance. The tenant pays a portion of taxes, insurance, and maintenance on the facility, on the building. And it could be shared. So let's say there's a commercial building and there's 10 people in there that are tenants that are that are all renting and they have different square footages and so on, the way a landlord would do that or the building owner would do that, property management company, whatever, is they would separate per square foot what those fees are. In other words, what everything costs to maintain that property, taxes and rent or taxes and insurance included. And those tenants, because of the way their lease is written, would then pay that property owner or management company for the property owner back in their CAM fees accordingly. So if, for example, their rent stays the same, but all of their CAM fees go up because the cost of doing what I just mentioned earlier goes up, which it will with this ban, then the cost of their rent goes up. And as I said a moment ago, owners of businesses don't eat these things. They pass them on. So you've got a particular situation where maybe it's a restaurant, maybe it's a baker, maybe it's a dry cleaner, maybe it's whatever. Can go down the list of all the different businesses that are out there that rent their space, lease their space. And, and by the way, even if they own their space, same applies. They could own it and, and be, be there you know, scot-free, but they're still having to pay someone to do these services. Anytime the cost of those services, taxes, insurance, cam fees, and so on goes up, so does the cost to their customer. And it could even be a machine shop that maybe isn't selling direct to the public, but through the course of what they're doing, it's going to make it back to the public one way, shape, form, or another. Very seldom does it not. And once it does, at the end of the day, that product is going to cost more money. That's how the world works. That world works, I should say. So, again, my point is what the Regional Air Quality Council, because they don't care because they're just a bunch of dodo heads. Sorry, they are. They're dumb as rocks. They don't think about any of these things. They don't think about the cause and effect. All they think about is one end, and that's it. They don't think about anything else. We'll pass this law, this ban, and voila. Here, here's all of our answers. Well, no, it's not going to be their answer, and no, at the end of the day, it's not going to change much, if anything. But they're going to get you to believe that it does. And it'll be a selling point to the EPA in regards to getting our levels down in certain areas, and it's what they'll sell to the other government agencies, the federal government that's overseeing the state in this particular case, which, again, the federal government needs to stay out of it. That's a whole other conversation for another day. But how, you know, this is how, at the end of a day, a ban like this still affects you where you may think, oh, I got a new mower, I'm fine. It doesn't affect me at all. It doesn't change anything on my end. Well, yeah, actually it will. If you shop anywhere for any kind of goods and services in this whole greater Denver area, because that's going to affect nine regions, it said, at the end of the day, it's going to cost you more money when this is all said and done. And, and I know it may not be a lot, but it will cost more money. Because again, those fees are passed on to the, ten the, the owner doesn't eat them. 
It's passed on to the tenant. The tenant passes them on to their customer. More than likely, that's you and I, and we will pay more for goods and services. This does nothing but drive inflation. Again, government drives inflation. We, consumers, don't. Businesses don't. Government does. If you ever want to know where does inflation truly come from, look no further than either your local, state, or national government, and that will be where your inflation comes from. Always, always, always. The left will tell you, oh no, it's those greedy capitalists. It's those greedy this, those greedy that. No, it's never that. Inflation always, always, always comes from intervention of government from a ban on gas-powered lawn equipment on a homeowner and a commercial operator's end of things. So, once again, government is the cause, always is the cause of inflation. Don't ever let anyone tell you otherwise, because if they tell you otherwise, they're wrong. They don't understand economics, they don't understand how the system works, and they have no clue what's going on. They're clueless. Now, here's the sad part. The really sad part. Everything I just told you, we don't teach in school anymore. None of what I just said is taught, even on a college level. There's a lot of MBAs running around that may not even know what I just said or think about it that way. Now, once I explain it, they'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. That makes total sense because they've been through enough of the business end of things to know what I just said makes sense, but they don't think about it off the top. Why? Because they, they're not operating a business. Business operators and owners understand what I just said, but we're not teaching what I just said on an elementary level at all. And by the way, this should be taught in junior high. This is not that hard to comprehend. A junior high kid, you could explain this very easily in a classroom setting with a few examples and have them understand what I just said, and they would have it and get it. But we don't teach this anymore. So the average voter has no idea how the system even works. They think we live in a democracy because that's what they're told constantly. That's what the Biden administration tells them. That's what public school tells them. That's what the media tells them. We don't live in a democracy, folks. It's a republic. It's the farthest thing from a democracy there is. It's not, our, our founders intended it not to be a democracy. It's a republic until you can't handle it anymore, is what they said. I'm paraphrasing, but that's what they said. We don't want majority rules. Because then you get what we're getting now. We've got to stop this. And this nonsense of an agency, like the Regional Air Quality Council, by the way, that's not elected, that's appointed, that we as citizens have no say over whatsoever. These guys set policy that will affect each and every one of us, and they're not elected. That has to stop. We've got to put our foot down and stop that kind of nonsense. These individuals have far too much power. They wield it regularly, and we have to stop them. How do you stop them? Great question. Now, this is the other thing that will be interesting to see how it goes. When this ban takes effect, because I believe it will, and it says commercial operators will not be able to buy, purchase new equipment that's gas-powered in 2026. Now, the question I have is, can they run up to Cheyenne and buy some? Can they run to New Mexico and buy some? Can they go to Utah and buy some? Can they run down to Texas and buy some? Kansas. 
can they, you know, can they make a three or four hour trip and get what they want and come back? And is there going to be anything, you know, are they going to be stopped at the border because they now have a new mower on the back of their trailer that they're hauling back into the state? Amazon even, will they ship it in? Great question, Charlie. I, I learned this the other day. We talk a lot on drive radio about catalytic converters. And in Colorado, you now have to have a carb approved catalytic converter. And if you go anywhere in town, you will unlikely buy a non-carb-approved catalytic converter from a parts store. Why? Because they're heavily regulated, and if they're caught selling a non-carb-approved catalytic converter, they'll be in big trouble. But you can order one on Amazon and have it shipped in. No problem. All day long. Now, you've got to find somebody that will install that, but you can order one. I found that out this past week. You can order a non-carb-approved catalytic converter in the state of Colorado from Amazon, and they'll ship it right here. And you have to ask yourself, why does Amazon get by with that, but the local Napa store can't? Or your local Advanced Auto Parts can't? Or AutoZone? Or you, you get the drift. Here's the answer. They're not Amazon. Amazon gets by with things that the rest can't because they've got more power. Plain and simple. So Charlie made a great point. What keeps that commercial operator from buying something from Amazon and having it shipped in? Or even a owner-operator that's got a house and wants to buy a, you know, a gas-powered lawnmower, can you order it on Amazon and have it trucked in? I'm guessing you'll be able to at that point. So unless there's an all-out ban to where commercial operator can't go to Cheyenne and buy a mower and put it in their trailer or their truck or whatever and haul it back down, unless they station people at the border checking lawnmowers and whether they're electric or gas-powered... See where I'm going with this, folks, and how ludicrous this all sounds? This is total lunacy. This is coming from your non-elected officials in Colorado. And by the way, if you're one of those officials listening to me, you should be ashamed. You have overstepped and are overstepping your bounds, which you do on a regular basis. This is another example of it. Regional Air Quality Council should not, in Colorado, have the power they have. We've given them far too much. And we've yet to have any politician or governor of this state come across the board and take any away. Which, by the way, if I was going to run for governor, that'd be one of the first things I run on. Take this power away from these individuals. Make them elected instead of appointed. I'd run on that. And I would give all the reasons as to why. And I just gave you a 15, 20-minute dissertation as to how this wouldn't be that hard to make happen. And how this affects everyday people in Colorado. Why are our Republican politicians not talking about this? Why am I the only one? Because, by the way, I haven't heard anybody else out there talk about this in this way except me. If somebody else has, I'd like to know. I have not heard it. I'll be right back. Extreme Auto Repair, speaking of automobiles and getting things fixed and handled and catalytic converters and all of that. Yes, Extreme Auto Repair will take care of you. We talked to Sean earlier. If you want something done, you need to get that booked sooner than later because they're They're busy just like everybody else, and summer, or sorry, fall is fast approaching. The school year, I should say, is fast approaching. 303-841-1071. Summer is time for graduations, road trips, and car problems. You can rest easy because AAA certified Extreme Auto Repair offers free pre-trip vehicle inspections for you and your family's safety. During the spring and summer when temps fluctuate, the parts on your car expand and retract, making them lose grip on the parts to which they connect. This can mean that your vehicle may run fine on your way out of town, but you could be in big trouble down the road. Batteries lose charge in extreme hot or cold temps. 
brakes can lose grip under the increased strain, fluids can get backed up or coagulate, belts, hoses, and the cooling system need inspected. Any number of other things could go wrong. Extreme Auto's ASE certified master mechanics will advise you on anything that they see that looks questionable and recommend fixes to you with no pressure or obligation to fix the problem there. An appointment is needed for the inspection, so head over to klzradio.com extreme or call them at 303-841-1071 to schedule yours today. All right, Flesh Law Firm is next. Kevin Flesh, he wants to take care of you in any illegal matter you might have. Kevin Flesh, 303-806-8886. Get relief from Flesh and Beck Law. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. Then after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is to call him right now at 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after the accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. All right, KR Home Transition. Some of you, after all of that conversation, might be thinking, I'll just move out of the area. Well, KR can help you with any of that. I laugh, but some of you might be serious. If that's the case, give the ladies a call. They'd love to help you. KR Home Transitions. Find them at klzradio.com. You need to sell your home, but it needs some remodeling. That sounds simple. All you need to do is source contractors, research the market to find out what buyers are looking for, direct the work to be done, hire someone to clean up the mess, do the work, shoot photography and list the home, negotiate with buyers, make concessions, and redo some of the work you already did. Oh, okay, that doesn't sound very simple. But there is a better option. You can hire Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions and let them partner with ReUp to handle the updates without paying a dime up front. ReUp will remodel your home based on what will sell and increase value. They will do the work, clean the mess, and Cat and Robin will market and list the home to sell fast. K&R will help you navigate the process start to finish. You can let them do the work and enjoy the additional cash you make from selling a highly marketable home faster than you could have. Go to klzradio.com home to learn more about K&R Home Transitions and RIA. The good news for seniors on Medicare is that you have more options today than ever before. The challenge is that all of these new options can be very confusing and making the wrong choice can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of Medicare specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, lots of text messages coming in. Thank you, by the way, for each and every one of these. A couple of you have mentioned that Walker Mowers, and Walker is a company that makes ride-on mowers. You don't walk behind these. It's the name of the family, the Walker family, that makes Walker mowers up in Fort Collins. I actually own one, own several, actually, and it's what I use on my own lawn, and it's the best, in my opinion, one of the best mowers 
ever made. And, you know, question is, what do they think of all of this, given the fact that they're a manufacturing plant here in Colorado that makes some of this equipment that will now be outlawed for the use in Colorado? Great question. I have no idea. Um, Charlie also mentioned that do these electric mowers have the same power when it comes to some of the longer, like now, grass, weeds, things like that? No, is a simple fact. No, they don't have the same power and, and the same equivalent that you would get out of a, out of a gas-powered you know, mower. It's not the same, especially as the battery capacity would start to dwindle. So is its power. So some of you are asking, who all is this affecting? This actually took off more than I thought it would. I've had other topics, but we'll just stay on this one until we end. Here's the counties. Denver, Douglas, Arapahoe, Jefferson, Adams, Broomfield, Boulder. Weld and the non-mountainous portions of Larimer County. So Loveland, Berthoud, Fort Collins, You get it. If approved by the Air Quality Control Commission after deliberations this fall, I would be highly, highly doubtful that these deliberations make any difference. In other words, is this going to pass? We are becoming California. California has already done some of this. Yes, I say this passes. Landscape companies, like I said earlier, objected to the cost of the equipment changeovers, the need to train workers, schedule changes required by the battery charging, and, and, and saying the ban could hurt an industry where Latino and other minority ownership is strong. It's, it's true. Environmental groups have been pushing the state to pass sharper restrictions on ozone causing emissions, lauded the RAC, that's the Regional Air Quality Council, it's RAC for short, R-A-Q-C. If you ever see that acronym, that's what that means. Recommendation is a great place to start. Small lawn equipment engines burn much dirtier. We talked about all that already, so I'm not going to get into that. Somebody also mentioned in the text line that what happens to these small engine shops that are out there fixing a lot of this equipment? Do they go away? Well, they may or may they may get a lot busier because somebody may keep what they've got running a whole lot longer and not turn it in, you know, not not do away with it and just keep using it. This is funny. This article even talks about how the rack feels like, well, These higher-rated battery models cost about the same as a gas-powered model, so what's the big deal? Well, you're forcing people to buy something they wouldn't be buying otherwise. That's the problem. Now, some would say, well, you're not forcing anyone. Well, you are, because if something happens to what they have now, or somebody moves into the area, you're now forcing them to use an electric versus gas. Somebody else said that, keep in mind, those of you that live in HOAs, where all of your lawn is taken care of by a commercial Entity, your your prices are going up. Your HOA your HOA HOA dues will go up. Yes, thank you for that because you're exactly right. They will. Some of your again, some of your thinking, oh, it didn't affect me. I don't mow my own lawn anyways. Well, somebody else does, and if somebody else does, that means it's a commercial operator. And if it's a commercial operator, you're going to pay more money at the end of the day. This isn't going to happen for free, folks. Your prices aren't going to go down. They're not going down as it is because the cost of labor and everything else to operate is going up, but. This will definitely push it up. So here's the recommendations coming out of RAC. They're going to hear this next month, by the way. That's where these hearings are going to be is next month, August. Ban the sale of new gas-powered smaller equipment in the nine-county areas, January 1, 2025. So just a little over a year from now, 18 months. Ban the summertime use of existing gas-powered smaller equipment by institutions or public entities and the private contractors they use starting June, 20, June 1st of 2025. 
in that same area. So let's say that you're a operator like myself that mows for a city or a school. You're, you're going to be doing this by June 1st of 2025, which is not next summer, but the summer after. Okay. Next or last, ban equipment, or sorry, ban commercial entities from using existing smaller gas-powered equipment dating or during summer months starting June 1st. So you won't even be able to use your old stuff. If this passes, if you're a commercial operator, June 1st, 2026, all your old stuff has to be sold off and done. And you're, you're buying all new electric stuff. Think about some of the companies out there that operate hundreds of equipment like this and the cost for them to replace all of that. Yeah, Charlie's got a great question. Does it all go to the landfill, scrapyard? Where does this go? Does it get sold off to another state? Where does it go? Yeah, thank you, Charlie. It's not very environmentally friendly at the end of the day. Again, these guys don't think this way. They're dumb as rocks. Veteran Windows and Doors is next. They want to take care of all of your window and door needs. Whatever it is, give Dave a call. Always a great deal, by the way, and he wants to make sure that you're completely satisfied at the end of the day. That is his number one goal. Find Dave at klzradio.com. Veteran Windows and Doors doesn't want you to fall prey to gimmicks like heat lamps. They want you to make a wise decision based on facts. Owner Dave Bancroft says making sure your windows are up to code and properly labeled is just the first step of the installation process with Veteran Windows and Doors. Dave promises their windows and doors meet the energy efficiency requirements, are right for your area of Colorado, and are correctly labeled at installation. The NFRC label is attached to the Energy Star label, and both must be energy efficient, or you will not receive any of the generous rebates that are available to you. Also, you need a transferable lifetime guarantee on the windows and doors that you invest in for your home, and owner Dave Bancroft provides that peace of mind, too. Veteran Windows and Doors prioritize integrity over gimmicks. Because in the end, it's not about the show. It's about the facts. Go to klzradio.com slash window today for windows and doors that stand the test of time. Suck it up, buttercup. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, I'll close with this. Charlie also brought something else up during the break. If you live in a city where they do a lot of this even on their own or they hire somebody to do it, one of the others happening in a city, all of your parks, things like that, that are all done, your taxes will also now go up to accommodate for all of the expenditures it will take to create this changeover necessary so they are now, quote-unquote, compliant. You're going you're gonna to pay bigger than you ever thought you would when it's all said and done. We'll talk more about this because this one's not going away. We'll be back tomorrow, myself and Andy. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.